0: Full of despair. despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory. Pride. Passion. In search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer I feel like I can't even remember what to do We're back! We're back in a brand new studio This is the MLS UK Show Yes, welcome along, we are back at the MLS UK Show with episode 31 My name's Elliot Holman And I'm Henry Hewitt Here's what we've got over the next hour or so for you We kind of abandoned you At the end of the regular season, so we need a little bit of a catch-up regarding that. Yeah, we won't brush too much on what happened, especially the last game of the season. Uh, We've got the playoffs to talk about as well. Yes, who is going to get into that all-important MLS Cup final? And FC Cincinnati joining MLS very soon, and they've got a brand new look as well. All that and loads, loads more in episode 31 of the MLS UK show. Where to begin? First of all, welcome back. Nice Thanks. of you to join us.
1: Yeah, I um I did literally ditch the MLS UK
0: show at the end of the season. I went on holiday. Tell everyone where you went because I feel like our listeners over in uh, North America might be interested.
1: I, I went to Vietnam. <laughs> Ooh, awkward. Oh, awkward. Ah, it's fine. Um yeah, the uh my mate lives out there, he teaches English out there, so it was his birthday, so a few of us went over. Uh, very interesting country, Vietnam. If you get to go, it's very very interesting, just really weird. They all dry, like, drive motorbikes, right drive? Ride motorbikes. Mm. Um, and in some cases, they would fit a full family on the back of a motorbike. It was very strange. <laughs> no, Not much health and safety, so I'm glad I got back safe.
0: Well, um, first of all, we should say thank you to uh, a lot of the regulars who got in touch and said, guys, are you, um, are you still doing the podcast? Have you two fallen out? And we're like, no, 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 it's still happening. But then, then last week we got people who we didn't even knew listened. Yes. Um, people were tweeting us and I was like, we've never had a tweet from these people before. And even they were like, um, where's the podcast gone? So it's kind of good that there are people that hide away. We always say tweet us at MLS UK show and, it's taken us having a four-week sabbatical for <laughs> some people to actually get in touch, but let's keep that up. I'm like, I'm, I'm really, really interested. We always reply to everybody's tweets. Um, certainly try to, anyway. Um, unless it's people being horrible about my uh, terrible soccer team. Um, but thank you very much to everybody who got in touch. It's all fine. We're back and we're in a brand new studio. We're out of the cupboard. Exactly. Yeah, this is like amazing. We we use it for the
1: radio show we do, but this is the first MLS UK show. We put a picture on our Twitter and Instagram pages at MLS UK show just of our uh, MLS UK show logo on the screens and people are coming back going, oh, that's well cool. I can't wait to hear the podcast. So got tons more stuff we want to do especially in the studio so make sure you follow us because it'll all be up there and you'll be able to see the studio um and a a big thank you as well because episode 30 which is called broken dreams because i I don't know how they managed to last this long (laughs) but the penultimate game of the season that was when Orlando finally couldn't get into the playoffs. Which
0: is impressive, to be fair. It's
1: impressive considering how bad they've been. But that was our most listened to podcast, so thanks very much for for listening, everyone. And just to echo what Elliot said, even, I know a lot of people have been in touch, but even if you haven't been in touch, but you've still been refreshing every single day, where's this
0: podcast? Thank you very much, because that means a lot to us as well. Yeah, uh, hi to Mark, uh, Bojack, uh, MLS Fanbase, Josh, James, John, Andrew, Eric, all tweeted, are saying that studio looks incredible. There's a lot to yep. discuss. It does look good, I'll be honest. It's given me a bit of a lift. I'm, I'm ready for this. We're going to keep going all the way through the off-season as well, which is, um, which is exciting. And we've got so much to talk about. So, where do we start? Uh, we're going to have to start with the last game of the regular season, aren't we? You, I mean, you... Oh, excuse me about that one. Uh, that's my laptop. Let me. Uh, I've got a new laptop, and I'm struggling to work out how to get it on mute. There we go. We're on we're on. We're all good. Um, So, do you want me to catch you up? Yeah, I think... uh,
1: The problem I had in Vietnam is... (laughs) Wi-Fi? There's that, yeah. But they were... I think they're seven or six hours ahead of the UK, and we're six or seven hours ahead of the US Mm. in Canada. So, the last games of the season, I was like, oh, well, fair enough. I might be able to catch them when I wake up on Monday morning. No, they all kicked off at a reasonable time here in the UK, so they are actually kicking off it at four o'clock in the morning in the US and Canada. So it didn't quite work out how I wanted it to. So I didn't manage to watch any of the, um, the last game of the season as it happened. However, I do know what happened because a lot of people tweeted me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, do you want me to give you a little rundown? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. Deep breath so atlanta united were hammered 4-1 on the road in toronto on the final weekend of the regular season whilst new york red bulls earned three points with a 1-0 win over orlando city we'll brush over that bit uh this saw new york red bulls top the east and claim the Supporters' shield while sporting kc won the west you okay with that Well, no, but yeah, I'm up to date so far. Okay, um, looking back, after a terrible start to the season, Seattle somehow claimed second in the Western Conference and FC Dallas dropped to fourth. We were getting behind them all year and they dropped to fourth um, after a dip in form put an end to their dominance throughout the season in the West. Uh, Wayne Rooney continued to lead DC United's resurgence as they continued their storm up the standings and eventually finished fourth. Montreal may have turned their season around a little bit after the spring, but they missed out on a playoff spot as they finished seventh in the East. Similarly, in the West, LA Galaxy missed out on the final place by one point and even had Vancouver Whitecaps breathing down the necks a point behind them as well. Is it breathing on the necks that you say?
1: Sniffing on the necks.
0: Sniffing on the necks. Weirdo. Um, This left the 12 playoff teams as follows. In the East, New York Red Bulls. Atlanta United, NYCFC, DC United, Columbus Crew, and Philadelphia Union. In the West, Sporting KC, Seattle Sounders, LAFC, FC Dallas, Portland Timbers, and Real Salt Lake. Are you keeping up? Yes. Okay, Uh, I'm going to power through. As the knockout stages got underway, the 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th place teams were all in action because the 1st and 2nd place sides go straight through. So, NYCFC beat Philadelphia 3 1, eliminating the Union. Portland Timbers beat FC Dallas 2 1, eliminating Dallas. Columbus Crew beat DC United on penalties, sending Wayne Rooney and Co Pack in. And RSL beat LAFC 3 2, meaning LAFC's inaugural season in MLS came to an abrupt end. All good?
1: All oh, good. It's really strange to hear it like that because. We go through all, and I'm trying to think of it as someone who just listens to the podcast, so doesn't really catch up with the what happens when it's on the, the matches, but listens to the podcast. So you've been hearing us say, "Oh, DC, they'll they'll be good in the playoffs," and "Oh, Seattle, Dallas, and all these teams," and it's like, right, this happened, this happened, and you're like, "All oh, right, half of they've all gone, there's yeah. four left." Uh,
0: everyone we said was good, and uh, no longer. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, so over in um, the conference semifinals. In the East, NYCFC, Columbus Crew, New York Red Bulls and Atlanta United. And in the West, Portland Timbers, RSL, Sporting KC and Seattle Sounders. Now... This is where I got really, really good. New York Red Bulls eliminated Columbus with a 3-1 win on aggregate. Atlanta United knocked NYCFC out after a 4-1 win on aggregate and fair play because that was dominant. Um, Portland needed penalties to beat Seattle after the two legs finished. 4-4 on aggregate. And Sporting KC, wow, they held on just to beat RSL. 5-3 on aggregate. Now, 5-3 seems quite comfortable but a goal for RSL in the last couple of minutes would have made things very interesting, and they were knocking on the door.
1: Would you like to have a guess at which game was on? Well, I promised to go watch Bohemian Rhapsody at the
0: cinema with my girlfriend. <laughs> was it sporting? Cases? It was sporting. It cases. was sporting. Yeah. Of course, it was. Um, so that leaves us in the present day, where just four teams remain in the Eastern Conference Final. New York Red Bulls take on Atlanta United. And in the Western Conference Finals, Sporting KC play Portland Timbers. It's been it's been a journey. It
1: has, and uh, we're finally back for it. So um, we've, we have missed a lot. If you could pick, probably if you could pick any month of the season that you don't want to miss, we have chosen that month. So apologies I mean,
0: for that. There are question marks over when you book your holidays. <laughs> when what do, what have you missed so far this year? <laughs> I've missed. Uh, the start
1: uh, of MLS. The start of MLS, yeah, yeah I was away from that. Well done. Uh, yeah. The middle part of it. Um, during the World Cup. Yeah, during the World Cup as well. Excellent. And now be the last game in the playoffs, yeah.
0: So, um, can you maybe promise that next season you'll take a little more consideration? Yes, next year. So,
1: I'm away uh the end of February. My mum's getting married. Uh, as At the start gets... of the season, excellent. But it's like February 22nd, off. So it's <laughs> like March the First week in March, it starts on itself. Should be fine. Just as everyone's bringing in their new play, yeah, excellent, <laughs> brilliant. Um, and then I've not booked me other holidays yet. But anyway, speaking about booking holidays at the wrong time, Mister, you haven't been to watch Orlando in two years because you booked it. Well, <laughs> right? Who, what Orlando's fixture list when you had your holiday in Orlando last year? I've,
0: <laughs> they had three away games on the There we go. <laughs> two years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bothering next year, mainly because we're terrible. Um, so. Let's let's have a chat. You're an Atlanta United fan, yeah. How you feeling? You, New York Red Bulls, kind of your bogey team. You oh, yeah. haven't you haven't got many of those, but New York Red Bulls, you tend to struggle against. Uh, I'm positive
1: at the moment. Um, I must admit, when I woke up that Monday morning in Vietnam, a little hungover, and I'm looking at my phone. I think I wonder how Atlanta did. Just tweet, tweet,
0: tweet. I was like. Yeah, we've lost. Um, and thank you to everyone who did tweet in because I took a lot as as Orlando were finally knocked out. I mean, we knew it was coming. Yeah. We knew it was coming. But I, I took a lot of abuse. So it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Um,
1: it was disappointing. I, I think it summed up Atlanta started with a bad result. They, they ended the regular season with a bad result. But I think the, the New York Red Bulls game uh, when they beat Orlando 1-0 and the Atlanta game where they uh, lost 4-1, it just sums up the two teams' season's Perfectly. Atlanta are involved in a five-goal thriller. They lose the game. New York Red Bulls beat Orlando 1-0. Fair enough, you'd expect them to win by a lot more, but they did what they needed to do when they needed to do One it. One of our best
0: results of the season. <laughs> yeah.
1: They uh, they also did that when they played Philadelphia the week before and won 1-0, mm. when they beat Atlanta 2-0, was it? Yeah, 2-0. Um, I've blocked that from my memory. <laughs> Red Bulls have done what they've needed to do, and that's why they won the Supporters' Shield. Atlanta do what they do. You'd, if you're going to pick between either side, you'd probably rather watch Atlanta, but Red Bulls win the Supporters' Shield, so you can't you can't moan at them for doing what they do. But I'm... I'm positive at the moment after the New York City result. However, as the week goes on next week, I'm just thinking we can't, please don't lose again to them.
0: I mean, it's no mean feat brushing New York aside as as Atlanta did. I think the thing that's important to to take on board, Um, you know, it it, it was dominant. It was -hmm. was very dominant. Um, New York Rebels just present a totally different challenge. We've seen from from the standings, uh, even just in terms of points alone, you know they are a, a whole different entity compared to to NYCFC and that's something that NYCFC will want to address next year. You know, it's great that, that they finished third. But but they're not going to be they're not going to be happy with that. No. Because of of Red Bull's dominance. Over in the West, you've got first playing fifth. Now fair play to Portland because despite finishing fifth, they've managed to uh, to knock out um you know a a team placed placed higher than them. What do we reckon is going to happen there? Well, we knocked out two teams.
1: I mean, to not the thing is with Portland. I, you know, my I like Portland. I like the, the club as a whole, and I like the I like the stadium. I like Portland. I, lo- I love Blanco Valeri. They're a very likable team. If it wasn't for me supporting Atlanta, I'll be honest, I'd probably have gone for Portland if I was to choose now. But. Over the course of a season, they've been very hit and miss, I feel. They've probably finished in the right position. But to knock out FC Dallas away and then knock out Seattle in the Cascadia Cup matches, they're they're strong at the moment. And this is a real tough one to call because SKC are really strong at home. So are Portland. So it's basically who wins by more for me.
0: Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Goal fest, I'm saying. Um, of course, the winner of, of these games not only wins the uh, the battle in the East and the West, but will progress to the MLS Cup Final, which is happening on December the 8th. What else is happening on December the 8th? Oh, don't remind me. We're going to be together because Norwich City are playing Bolton
1: Wanderers in the Championship here in England, your team versus my team. Now, since we were last with you, um, there's kind of been
0: differing for bits of form for both sides. A few people have tweeted me about this, um, uh, uh, people who listen to the podcast, so so thank you very much. A lot of it's just kind of like, wow, Elliot Holman in supports good team shocker.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know
0: what's happened. No, well, Norwich are top of the league.
1: They're scoring four every game. They're even (laughs) winning games when they're losing in the 90th minute. Yeah. Uh, Whereas Bolton have now picked up uh, six points from 39 available. Uh, (laughs) Scored (laughs) one in the last ten and a half hours.
0: It's, not, it's really not good. Now, I, I'm laughing. and, and Right, I, I don't have any fin against Bolton. You, you know I don't. Um, but what's funny in this is that, actually, truth be told, is that at the start of the season, um, Norwich City sold all their players that were on any kind of big money at all because they were trying to balance the books. They, they didn't want to be like everyone else and, and get into loads of debt. And players like James Madison, who we can both agree is an absolutely like an absolute huge future talent for for England, let alone Leicester City. And um, he moved to Leicester for twelve million pounds. That helped Norwich balance the books. We let a few other players go, and I'm thinking this is going to be tough. We brought in nothing. Um, it's forced us to play the the academy kids, young kids who are coming through, who would never normally have got a chance. And we're top of the league. And, I, and nobody is more shocked about that than me. You're doing well, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so Norwich are doing well.
1: Bolton, not so much. No, Norwich, and if, you, if you are not uh, into championship football, then I'd probably say Norwich are like New York Red Bulls. They're, they, they started quite Bit slow, of a surprise package. But they, they're smashing it. And Bolton are just Orlando City, <laughs> where they started off alright, and then they've just... It's really poor at the moment. So, but just uh, let me enjoy it because for once I've got a good team. We're top of the league. Yes, get in. No, I'm pleased, for you. But when get Norwich play Bolton, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm going to be sat in the Norwich uh, stand with you. Mm. So uh, I don't. Do you normally say when you do that? Oh, just you know, sit on your hands. You know, make sure that you make don't sure you don't jump up when you yeah. score. I'm not worried
0: about that. <laughs> no <laughs> danger be of that. For you. Um, yeah, it's happening. Norwich v Bolton is happening on December the eighth, the same day as the MLS Cup final. Yes. So, um, of course, we'll be we'll be in Norwich. We'll be staying with my mum, uh, and we'll be watching the MLS Cup final. We'll be doing a, a tweet along. I'm sure, maybe a maybe a live stream. I don't know. Yeah, the world's our ice then, Now we're back. Yes, and speaking of Norwich, I want to do. Our mystery player game. Are we bringing it back? We're bringing it back. And what's it called again? I, I don't know. <laughs> I've got no idea. Help me out. Um, it changes every week. Um, the game where we give you the career path of an MLS player and you have to tell us who it is. Yes. Imagine that in a jingle. <laughs> um, so, are you ready for this week's? Go on. Um, in celebration of Norwich City being top of the league. Don't know if I mentioned that yet. Ugh, yarn. This week's player has played for Norwich City. Also played for Middlesbrough. But don't judge him on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's played for Sporting Kansas City, Houston Dynamo, New England Revolution, and 28 games for Vancouver Whitecaps as well. Ooh. So he's
1: uh, he's had quite the career in MLS.
0: See, I tested you on this in the office earlier on, and you didn't get it without some clues. Because yeah. I, I was a little bit concerned that it might be easy, but then I thought, well... You're kind of connected to Norwich via me, and you didn't get it, so this is quite a good one. Um, So just to recap, um, Norwich City, Middlesbrough, Columbus Crew, New England, and Vancouver as well. I didn't
1: know... uh, Well, I knew he played for Norwich, because you told me, but I didn't actually know he he scored an actual goal or two for Norwich.
0: Yeah, decent bullet header against Everton. Yeah, so... Let us know at MLS UK show um, before the end of the podcast. I mean, you could just wait till the end and then tweet us. But, you know, you're only playing yourself. Yep. Anyway, we need to briefly talk about um, what happened on Thursday night as well. I was at Wembley on Thursday night as England took on USA. Now, unfortunately, uh, when I say I was at Wembley, I was at Wembley Arena Two hundred yards away from Wembley Stadium, as at Wembley Arena, um, backstage with uh, an artist. Is is he big over in America and no, Canada? No, no, look him up. He's a, George Ezra is a
1: very popular <laughs> popular artist. Here, you sound he sound about ninety. Yeah, but he's uh, no, he's really
0: good. So um... check out George Ezra if you haven't heard of him. But yeah. um, I was backstage with George Ezra doing a bit of a um, bit of a behind the scenes interview um, ahead of his live show for us on on our radio show, um, and I walked out around around about half past five and the stadium was you know there was a lot of a buzz about uh, about Wembley and I just looked up and there was the big England flag on the screen and the big USA flag on the screen I was like oh, I just want to go there yeah well we uh we can't say this now we were
1: at one point chatting to someone from the FA who uh and we very nearly did stuff we would have been at the ground. We would have done the podcast at the ground. That's partly why we hadn't done one as well for a mm. month because we were trying to sort that out. It didn't work out in the end. We think they thought that we were
0: actual MLS <laughs> and so they were promising us all this stuff and we're like, oh, this is amazing. And then it kind of didn't happen. Yeah, but then, you know, it wouldn't have surprised
1: me if she would have seen, I don't know, like MLS shocker, and and thought, oh, he's got more followers than them. Let's go <laughs> um but uh no we very nearly did something so that would have been great but that did mean we could watch the game on TV and um I'll be honest with you Elliot mm. <laughs> um well we'll go into more details about this in a moment I want to talk about Wayne Rooney but I was ML, it was nice seeing MLS players play for the US
0: but the US are not a good team at the moment then they're, they're not uh, and I mean that the coach thing has been going on for too long as well I was in um I was in America in October 2017. So, uh, what, like 13 months ago? Yeah. Um, and that was the moment that the coach got sacked because they failed to qualify for the World Cup. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Trinidad and Tobago, I mean, we shouldn't laugh, but uh, quite rightly got sacked. Um and they just had; they never appointed anyone. It's been this sort of like caretaker, and you know, you know, you look after it. No, I don't want it. No, you look. I don't yeah. want. it. Um, and so that 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 hasn't been resolved. And I think, you know, so much has happened. It's thirteen months. There's been a whole World Cup, and now we're starting again, and we're and we're looking ahead to uh, England and looking ahead to to European qualifiers. It should have been resolved, and and they should have started a brand new era with 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 a new coach in charge, somebody who's got a, a lot of experience. And it hasn't happened. Do you know what I think? For me, you look at the US
1: fixtures recently. They've had so many glamour fixtures. They've got Italy coming mm. up uh, the weekend or next week or whenever it is. England, well, they didn't
0: qualify for the World Cup either. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, England, they've had Brazil. I'm sure they've had others as well. I can't remember. But all these matches where the, the players are being put up against the likes of Neymar, the likes of uh I don't know who played for it. England actually England played quite a poor team <laughs> and wiped the flow of them. Sorry, but guys. Marcus Rashford came off the bench. You know, they they and he could have played against Harry Kane. So they they in they're playing against these top, top players of European football and obviously Brazil, but they've not even got a manager. So what's the point? They they should mm. have appointed someone who can then go right okay, we may lose our first few games because we're playing on paper better teams, but this will give me a chance to build a squad that can play against the bigger teams that will help them when they play Mexico and help them, obviously, if they get into the World Cup. And it just feels, uh, feels for me that it's been a waste because they've not even got a manager there who's going to be taking them forward. Yeah, And the USA, I, they were they were poor. Like It was most of the players that played for England, apart from Alexander-Arnold's Dahlia, uh, Ali and uh, Lingard, they were mid to bottom yeah. of the Premier League players. Not regulars. No. And, you know, I, I must admit, I caught it after like 40 minutes. So I turned it on, 2-0. I thought, wow. <laughs> With this team...
0: Two and, great goals as well.
1: They were, yeah. But then the second half, especially when Rooney came on, which, as I said before, we'll talk about Rooney in a minute, but Rooney came on, it became in a bit of like a, a sort of a... a testimonial it It,
0: reminded me of um it reminded me of the orlando columbus game i went to where kaka was making his final appearance and it was like just just give it to kaka give it to kaka yeah like see if he can score see if he can score the commentators wanted him to score the whole stadium wanted him to score he wanted the ball he was coming deep for it just screaming it'd be like give me the ball give me the ball and it was just it just all became about about wayne rooney it did but then like Rooney would get the ball, but then he didn't want
1: to be the guy who's shooting all the time, so he'd pass it. He'd pass it in back. He'd then, so yeah, and then he got the third goal. But even like USA had chances to on the break, and you just didn't take them. And I thought, USA, if you take the MLS players out of it, I've got some decent players playing Mm. in good teams. Mm. They were just poor, so there's a lot... like We're looking at it from the outside. We know we've got a lot of listeners from America and Canada, um, but the the US national team need a, a lot of work doing to it. And we got some tweets after the game basically saying that. Basically, they're saying they're sick of this, they, they need to sort it out. And, uh, yeah, they're in transition, but I was very disappointed by them.
0: One of the only things that England um, football has done right in the last, well since I've been on the planet, is is appointing Gareth Southgate ahead of his time. Yeah. We all knew he was going to be involved maybe in a couple of years, um, way ahead of his time, and let him bring through those young players that he'd been working with in the under-21s. And it's worked for us. We had a great World Cup campaign mm-hmm. in comparison to, to usual. And he's now, since the World Cup, where he put a load of kids in the squad has gone even younger. He's got even more kids through and, and we're just building, developing, giving everybody a chance and I just feel like that, that's exactly what, what USA should be doing. Only three MLS starters in that USA squad. Um, obviously, you've got Brad Guzan in goal. Yeah. Uh, Will Trapp, Columbus, of course, um, played and shout out to the commentator on uh, Sky Sports here in the UK who managed to say uh, Villa Fana, via Fania, Via Fannar, um, I don't think he'd quite mastered the uh, the Portland Timbers roster, no. but uh, but only three starters in in uh, and and by the way, Villa Fana, uh has only started eleven games for in, in MLS for Portland this year. Anyway, yeah, well they are in transition, and that's why
1: the likes of Altidor isn't playing, and the, you know the 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 better known US players that have been there for a while. But uh, yeah, they're in the transition to the US, and and I, we want to see the US do well. We want to see and and Canada. We want to see them both in the World Cup. That's why mm. we're looking forward to when they host it because automatically they get in.
0: Uh, but what's funny is I wrote down a list of uh, of MLS players that were that were at Wembley last night. Um, so obviously the three that I've just mentioned. Yeah. Um, Tyler Adams, New York Red Bulls, Delgado, Toronto, uh, LeJet, LA Galaxy, Kelly Nacosta um and reggie cannon as well and i forgot one person wayne rooney yeah (laughs) dc united by the way in case you didn't know um
1: (laughs) well there was a lot i don't know whether you guys got again for our listeners in the us and canada i don't know whether you got this but over here in the uk there was a lot of talk about this about having wayne rooney in as a as a his last appearance his 120th cap and there was a lot of talk about well should they? Is Wayne? You know, should they do that, or should they just like Wayne stay in America? What was your opinion on this?
0: <laughs> I had a theory, didn't I? Yes. Um, first of all, I don't. Uh, so many people. It's hard to explain, like you say, for for people over in the states and and in Canada. So many people had a massive problem with Wayne Rooney f- coming back for this game because he hasn't featured in the England setup. He didn't go to the World Cup. He hasn't played for a couple of years for England, and so people just people were just like dead against it, so well, it's not fair on uh, he's only taken up one spot in the yeah. squad, and it's really nice for him to come and have his have his farewell he's been a huge player for England, regardless of the fact that we haven't won a euro tournament we haven't won a World Cup. Where would we have been without him is is my argument um so in a friendly i've no issue with him coming back you know having a bit of a farewell at, at Wembley, sixty odd thousand people there great, and absolutely no issue with it. One thing I do want to put to you. This game slap bang in the middle of the playoffs. Now I know there's uh you know, players that were involved from MLS who are still involved in, in the playoffs, for example. But would this it was called the Wayne Rooney Foundation, you know, England friendly. It was all about Wayne. It all became a big charity thing, big charity focus. But I noticed only after it's all quite last minute, only after DC United were eliminated from the playoffs. Where Wayne missed a penalty. Conspiracy theory. Discuss. Oh, uh, no. I'm not
1: having that Wayne really missed on purpose. Um, I don't, if you're asking me would Wayne have been playing if DC was still in the playoffs, I don't know. Because, it, yeah, it got announced after.
0: but It no, seemed I, like there'd been talks in place. Oh, well, if we don't make it yeah, through yeah. the playoffs, uh, could we maybe have this charity game? And then, oh, Wayne, you've uh, you've missed a penalty. Um, it just seems a little bit... Conspiracy. i am joking of course but um would it have happened if dc was still involved i don't think they would have allowed him to travel he is the he's the man he could have got injured and yeah. like any anything could have happened exactly yeah um
1: so there's a conspiracy tweets us what do you think did wayne rooney on this flat earth that we live on uh, <laughs> did wayne rooney miss the penalty <laughs> on purpose um but wayne played well didn't he did he he had a chance, a couple of chances. Uh, he went up to Brad Guzan afterwards and
0: basically said, you could have let hey, that in. Mate, what are you doing? you ruin ruined my party. Um, yeah, look, I love Wayne for the exact reason that um, whilst he's a little bit better than me, he's exactly the player that I was when, when I was playing football um, in that I was a striker and I was supposed to be scoring the goals, but if it wasn't happening, I'd go looking for it. I'd drop deep. I'd just, I just, just want the ball. Like you know, you just, he just wants to make stuff happen. Uh, In the same way, we've we've talked about Michael Bradley, how he grabs the game by the scuffle of yeah. the end. Now Rooney's a lot better at it than than uh, Michael Bradley, but he he will command the ball. He's that stature. He's that figure. World renowned figure. Um, and we talked about this before he joined DC, and I made my point. He's exactly what they need: a leader off the pitch, on the pitch. Someone to look up to, because he's mostly being well-behaved, mostly, yeah. um, wants the ball, great at distributing it, uh, uh, as well, and he'll get back in the box... It's somehow still got that pace, still got the lungs. He'll get back in the box to try and finish the cross that comes back in.
1: Whereas you was a Wayne Rooney, I was I was more like a David Villa or a Josie Altidore, where I didn't really do much else. But I'm going
0: to say Altidore, uh, a bit more of a donkey. <laughs> uh,
1: but I'd <laughs> score loads of goals. But yeah, I didn't really. Uh, I kind of was fox in the box. I'd I you know what I'm like naturally as a person. Me,
0: if you you don't know me, if you can cut a corner, he will. Yes, uh, Henry. In real life, Henry is the guy who places the ball when he takes a corner one millimetre outside the quadrant <laughs> just because he can get away with it. Yeah. If there's anything
1: I can get away with, is there, <laughs> if there's a, um, a corner I can cut, I will do it to, to... Basically, if I can do something in two seconds that, can, that so other people would take ten minutes, I would do it. So I was the type of person who I thought, wait a sec... I all I have to do is score a goal and I can get man of the match, and then somebody who's worked hard for ninety minutes doesn't. All right, I'll do that.
0: And if you if if you can save three pence, three cent, you'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got your card marked. Um, okay. Anything else to add to the uh, the England USA debacle? Um, I hope the US get
1: better, but I was disappointed with them. But okay. you know they've still got to get a manager yet. So
0: Pulisic was the standout. Uh, missed a few chances, had a few clear cut. He was not happy at the end of the game. He was just, like properly, mm. um, properly angry in his interview. Um, I think sort of you could tell that the weight of the world when it comes to the when it comes to the states, the weight of the world was was on his shoulders.
1: Yeah, I mean I like um, Tim Weyer as well at PSG. He's going to be a, a really really top player. So there's players there. We just need to sort it out. <laughs>
0: And shout out to uh, some of the English media who shared a video of Sancho from England um, swapping shirts with Pulisic at the end of the game. Like, it was something incredible. They both play for Dortmund. Yeah. <laughs> like, th- these guys know each other. Yeah, they're a bit silly. That was unspectacular. Um, okay, Next uh fc cincinnati
1: we've got a new team in mls next year we knew about this anyway we spoke to the goalkeeping coach jack stern in what, a previous episode if you want to listen back to that you can do it is, is it episode 16 um i've closed it down let's say it's episode 16 it's called join the marsh is it marsh or march, march. march. Me, Mar- jesse march. Yeah. um so look out for that so that, that another one was one of our most popular episodes so Um, it was fun to talk to him. That's when it got announced.
0: It was episode 16. Well done. What a guess.
1: Um, So they've now got a new badge, a new crest. They're they're keeping the blue and orange colours. FC Cincinnati then. So what shall we... um, uh, They basically, hopefully, just like New York Red Bulls are going to do uh, in the playoffs, they stormed the league, they won the league, uh, the supporters' shield in the USL and then uh, lost in the
0: playoffs. So, I mean we get to the final. Just a little bit of, a, of caution, because you, you're looking at FC Cincinnati, they've been dominant this year in, in USL, um, and a lot of people are backing them to be really successful in MLS. Sometimes we don't know what teams are going to be like. Atlanta had never played a game before. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were brand new to, to the soccer world, whereas FC Cincinnati, of course, have played in USL. But, I mean, even Orlando managed to win USL. So let's not get too carried away. With I, James O'Connor at the uh, well, yeah. at the helm. I'm excited. I really am for FC
1: Cincinnati. I think when you... Uh, they've got a good stadium. Um, I think the the fans and the atmosphere are fitting well with MLS. They seem very excited by it. So I'm looking forward to that. What do you reckon uh, to the badge? Badge is cool. Badge is cool. Um, we need another Lion team in, the, uh, in MLS. <laughs> a good one. <laughs> um, so we'll see. But any team coming into the league... With Fernando Addy up front, uh, which I did see after they <laughs> lost to New York Red Bulls two in the uh, USL playoffs, I did. I had a look at some of the comments, mm. and some of them weren't very uh, favourable to Fernando Adi. I'm so glad
0: someone agrees with
1: me. Um, it, it's now. It'd be nice to have him back in MLS next year.
0: Um, but FC Cincinnati, of course, are going to have this expansion draft, which we've seen mm. in the last couple of years. Of course, both our teams have done it w- within the last four years. Um, and if you're not entirely familiar with this in, in MLS, the expansion draft is basically, I say draft, you say draft. Yep. That's just our differ, differing accents, so we apologise. You're from the south of England, I'm from the north. Yep, so I speak like the Queen, you know, how you're actually supposed to. Henry speaks strangely. Um, the expansion draft draft is an opportunity for a brand new team to steal some players from existing MLS sites. Yeah, so ahead
1: of the expansion draft, um, we've been having a look at our own teams because uh, each existing MLS team can choose, is it 11 players to be exempt from it? Yes, yeah. uh, some are already exempt if they're homegrown. Yeah, so for example, with Atlanta, uh, Bello and Carlton, are exempt from it because yep. they're homegrown, uh, whereas everyone else isn't. Now we've both picked uh, eleven players. I've picked eleven for Atlanta. Have you picked eleven for Orlando? Have you got you? Have you managed to get to eleven? I haven't. I haven't done mine. I thought it was a bit pointless. I asked you to do yours. <laughs> What's well, the point? Who am I going to protect? That's that's a good point because I guess with mine, I would have to write them down. You've probably got what Dom Dwyer. That's it's got it. Me in my head. Yeah, Dom uh, Dwyer and the goalkeeper. <laughs> 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 um, I don't even want him. <laughs> um so Atlanta here do you want to know what I've got I've managed to get to 11 yeah
0: so so if if FC Cincinnati come knocking at Mercedes-Benz Stadium tomorrow um you have to have protected 11 players yes um that they cannot choose uh you don't need to choose any homegrown players because they are already exempt. So who would you go for? Because this is tough at Atlanta. Yeah, um, taking all the rumours away from it, unsurprisingly,
1: I've got Almiron and Martinez in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then I've got Gressel in there, uh, Barco, Villalba, Nagbe. So they're the star players, you'd say. I've put Guzan in there. Really? Yeah, because Guzan in MLS... I, He's a good goalkeeper for me. He doesn't make that many mistakes. Would I take another goalkeeper over him? I probably would. But who would you have in MLS instead of Brad? <sighs> probably have Robles. <laughs> um I'd have yeah, Robles. I'd <sighs> I think there's there's a lot of good goalkeepers in MLS, but I don't necessarily think there's that standout goalkeeper. Mm. Um, you know, there's some really good ones in the West as well. But that's the, that's what I'm saying, is there's no one I would go, actually I'd rather have them over on. So I kept Guzan.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I know he's 34, <laughs> <laughs> but Parkhurst. Okay. I think Parkhurst is is just a really good player to have in uh, the squad and also listen, Atlanta will win MLS Cup next year, so it'd be nice for him to end on that if he does. Um Gonzalez Perez. Mm-hmm. I would I, I give him a bit of stick at the start of the season, mainly for the Houston defeat. But, that was um,
0: that was poor on his part.
1: But then when he scored against Orlando I thought, Well, you you're alright. <laughs> all right. Um and who have I not said? Uh Gaza, I like Gaza. We'll keep Gaza. Okay. Um now I did this just to get to 11, and I'll tell you why, right? I've chose Escobar. Now, Escobar is not my favourite player. I think he's been suspect for a a lot of this season with Atlanta. Mm -hmm. However, I do think there's more from him, and I think let's give him another year with us, so I would keep him. Is that your 11? That's my 11, yeah. And then you've got the homegrown players.
0: The rest. So forgive me if I've missed one that you've already said, but... Vialba said Vialba. Oh okay, just checking.
1: Um Vasquez? Like- Vasquez. Um no, I didn't put uh, oh, sorry, Vasquez, Vasquez. He's
0: gone. FC Cincinnati have picked him. <laughs> That's it. He's Escobar,
1: gone. you can go. You can go to Cincinnati. Vasquez stays.
0: <laughs> okay. Good job I mentioned that, innit?
1: can <laughs> Um Yeah, I like McCann. Um, But you can go to Cincinnati. But, you know, we'll kind of hide McCann, so if you notice him, they can have him, but if not, we'd happily keep him.
0: And do you know who you've missed? Who? Mate, you're going to kick yourself. Go on. You're going to kick... Is that it? Are you locked in? I'll give you one final chance. I'm locked in. Is that your 11? I want to know who I've missed. Mate, you're going to kick yourself. Go on. Gordon Wilde. (laughs) (laughs) No! Not <laughs> Gordon Wild. Oh, sorry, Gordon. Oh, Gordon of FC Cincinnati. Um, I want to open this up a little bit. Um, tweet us. Have, this is just a little bit of fun. Um, have a look at your, your club's roster. Doesn't matter whether you're uh, an Orlando City fan and, and want everyone gone. Um, we'll, we'll pay you yeah um, I think all Orlando city fans i, I wouldn 't worry
1: about the two hundred and eighty character limit on twitter. <laughs> I think you'll be fine.
0: Send us in a couple of tweets. You can even uh, write us a verse from the Bible you you'll probably still get in there um, uh, have a look at your team's roster and and try and protect eleven players from FC Cincinnati uh, and let us know who you'd keep and and that means who you would lose as well send them send them to us please at mls u k show uh, You can dm us if you need an unlimited character limit um or or drop us an email as well. We Hello at MLS dot show. Yes, that is a real email address. Hello at MLS dot show. Shall I have a go at Orlando just on the fly? Okay. Let us Let me just go through the... Right. Shouldn't take long. Tell you what, right, you read them and I'll go yes or no. Right. That's, and I'll... I, should, and I'll, right, I can't pass drop this. This is brand new. Brand new MacBook. Don't it that. It's heavier than mine. Shut up. Should have prepared this, but, you know. All there. Uh, um, Live and uncut. Right.
1: Okay. Well, I'm not going to name them all. I'll name like obviously Earl Edwards Jr. You, you're not. You're not going to put him in your eleven, are you? So,
0: are you not? I think you probably should go through more. Okay. Uh, Joe Bendick. No. Mason. This is, this is who I'm going to protect. So not protected. Yeah. Mason. <laughs>
1: Studge the de Bo- de studge of her. Uh, now I feel a little bit... Oh, har- well, he's homegrown, so you can have him.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel, I'd feel harsh. He's just finished his cancer treatment, but, I, you know, I, he's homegrown, so he's protected.
1: Earl Edwards Jr.
0: No. See? Uh,
1: Adam Greenwiss. No. So we've currently got
0: no goalkeeper. <laughs> okay. uh, Jonathan Spector. I'm going to say yes. Would you loan Tarek back? Yeah, see, now I wouldn't have to protect him because he's on loan, but I'd love to have him back, so that yeah. doesn't count, but yeah. Uh, Shane O'Neill?
1: <laughs> oh, sorry, it's homegrown. Uh El Munir.
0: <laughs> that ground tells me it's probably going to be enough. It's just hard because I'm just thinking how am I going to get to 11. Say yes for now. Oh, okay. Uh, Scott Sutter? Yes. Sane? Sane? yes.
1: Uh Tyre? No. Uh would you get uh Ask Us? As, would you loan him back?
0: Didn't see enough I'm gonna be honest, I didn't see enough of him. Um RJ Allen? Mm, no. Chris Schuler? Yes. Uh PC. Oh no 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 no. sorry I thought you said Chris Mueller. Oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, rewind. I was no. like okay he's desperate to get to this <laughs> eleven. Uh PC Uh no Will Johnson <laughs> No set him on fire <laughs> Dylan Powers. No.
1: Um I've got four so far. Laiea? No. Higita? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, with funny stories that when uh, you were you were not happy with a Higuita and then you conceded that penalty against Atlanta (laughs) and that was the last straw for you Um, where am I Uh, Rocha Mm, no Colman
0: who Colman oh uh, yes De Silva no
1: Uh,
0: funny story but no one actually knows if he's any good because we've had him for years he's never played uh, Cameron Lindley Mm, no. Oh sorry, he's homegrown. I've got nothing against him, but
1: I don't know him. Sasha Clestron. Thirty-three now. And he's a DP. Yeah, protect. Uh your Yes. Um Rossell. Yeah. Villa Real. <laughs> <laughs> so he's homegrown. <laughs> but I just wanted Villarreal. to say Villa Real. <laughs> um of course he's he's not all that. Um Dom Dwyer. Yes. Mueller. Yes. Stefano I've got to ten. Can you believe it? Would you keep Stefano Pino? No. Would you not? No. Well, who's your 11 going to be?
0: Oh, okay, so I've got one more. Yeah. RJ Allen. Keep it. RJ Allen. RJ Allen. There's your 11.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah, get in touch. you want to say yours? Uh, Oh, if you support uh, like an English team or a UK team as well. Why don't you have a go with that? Yeah. 11 players that you would keep. You'd if... struggle at Bolton like I just have with Orlando. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I've, I, I, I don't actually know one of them. I'd probably just say, right, if there's 11 of you left,
0: come back. <laughs> but... uh, just, just to make sure. And um, Will Johnson is going to be put in the bin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay, yes. Thanks. Uh, right, so that's almost it from us. Most... Wheel him down the hill.
1: <laughs> Episode 31, we are back. We've got one more thing to do, and that
0: is to reveal... Elliot, what is the name of this game? The game where we give you the playing history of a MLS player and you have to tell us who it is.
1: Yes, that one. That very one. Uh we'll we'll get a logo made. Um this was yours. This was your big one because it had a Norwich City link in it. Yeah,
0: um I thought just we just celebrate the fact that Norwich City are top of the championship. Yarn. <laughs> and so the player was Kai Kamara, ex Premier League player for Norwich City.
1: Yes, much better career in MLS that he's having. Um, so, first
0: ever um, player from Sierra Leone to score a Premier League goal. Wow. Okay. Uh,
1: Bolton had the first ever Mexican player to score a goal as a fact. Jared
0: Bargetti. No one cares. Oh. Um, thanks very much for listening. That's the end of episode 31. Um, Send us all of the stuff that we've been asking you for throughout the podcast at MLS UK show. Uh, You can email us hello at mls.show. Thank you for waiting for Henry to get back from Vietnam. We're back. We're back at it. We're going to power through all the way through the off-season. Lots and lots to come from MLS UK show. So um, stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe. And uh, go on. You always sign off. See you next week. See ya. It's not over at Tolikas. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network.